94,000 crore rupees. That's the amount of money that companies are set to invest in the EV sector over the next five years. But issues such as the semiconductor shortages, exploding EVs, charging anxiety and EV chargers using the same old non-renewable fossil fuels could land the EV industry into trouble. However, with 21% of global carbon emissions coming from the transportation sector, green vehicles are the need of the hour. But green vehicles need not necessarily be EVs. Today, we look at other possible substitutes that could be an exciting alternative to the very hot EVs, quite literally. Welcome back to Revolution Read On, a daily podcast where we break down one story from the world of business and finance. Click on the subscribe button to never miss an update from us. Here's your story for today. Let's begin by looking at a few substitutes for EVs. Hydrogen. One of the most popular alternatives to EVs is hydrogen-powered cars. There are several ways hydrogen can be used to power cars. One way is through hydrogen fuel cell vehicles. These are just like EVs, but instead of using lithium-ion powered batteries, they use hydrogen to produce electricity. The second way is using hydrogen as a fuel instead of using fossil fuels. This kind of a car is more tricky, but Toyota is working on making it a reality. The third kind is not directly powered by hydrogen, but rather by ammonia. A US startup called Amogi has recently created a method through which we can use ammonia as fuel. The ammonia breaks down into hydrogen, which powers the vehicle. But why ammonia? Why not use hydrogen directly? Well, because creating green hydrogen is a very difficult and costly process. And if the hydrogen isn't green, there really is no point in using it. Ammonia, on the other hand, is super easy to produce. In fact, it is the world's second most produced chemical. And the company aims to pitch ammonia as the perfect solution for farm vehicles to go green. The agriculture sector right now cannot really adopt EVs. Because a lot of farmers need to use their tractors for hours on end in acres and acres long fields. They cannot afford to run out of charge in the middle of the field. So, electrifying these vehicles isn't really a valid option. However, these ammonia-powered cars will not only run longer than EVs, Refueling them is also easy as most farmers already use ammonia as a fertilizer. But problem number one, hydrogen-powered vehicles are too costly right now to be widely accepted. Problem number two, if hydrogen escapes into the environment through these vehicles, it can trap more heat than even carbon dioxide, thus increasing global temperatures. So, what are the solutions? Number one, more innovative tech needs to be built to ensure no hydrogen escapes. Number two, green hydrogen infrastructure needs to be created. And number three, mass production of hydrogen-powered cars needs to be facilitated. Next up, solar energy. Solar energy and wind energy have long been favorites of environmental enthusiasts. And why not? We basically get these energy resources for free throughout the year. 
but they are not easy to harness, which is why we've been stuck with fossil fuels for so long. However, one company has finally figured out the trick to make the most out of the sunlight we get. A Dutch startup, Lightyear, has launched a car that can run on solar power alone for around seven months straight, give or take the amount of sunlight you get. The car's curved solar roof basically works as an automatic charger, at least in summer months. The problem? The car will be priced at around $263,000, making it too expensive for most. Plus, the company will only be making 949 such cars. But with no charging or fuel required for months, the initial cost of the car is quite justified. The solution? The company could share the tech to make this car, which took them six years to develop with other car makers for a price to expedite the manufacturing and maybe help reduce the price. Apart from these two game-changing green vehicle options that could bring down carbon emissions from the transportation sector to zero, there are many other solutions being explored as well. You see, the world has kind of realized that putting all our eggs in the petrol and diesel basket has been harmful. So, we don't want to repeat the same mistake with EVs. However, with us exploring too many options and efficient green energy solutions taking years to perfect, we may end up losing this race to climate change. Well, with that, it's a wrap on today's episode. Thanks for listening in. We'll be back tomorrow.